Welcome, Welcome to, to your morning cup with, with iBen's Academy. Academy. We're Cash. I'm Ash. And I'm Kara. So we make cash. Cash. <laughs> we make cash. We make cash. <laughs> we got all that dough rolling in. That's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Yes. So today. Today. We are going to. today. Today's. There's only now, actually. Yes. <laughs> today is now. We are now. We are now. Whoa. Wow, we can't oh, we can't say things like that and do a podcast. <laughs> it's like whoa, whoa. Boom. awareness the, shifted. The matrix just wobbled yes. a little bit. We are now. We just are say now. it. Okay, let's try that. Oh yeah, we, we are, are now. now. We are here now. We are. We are now. Yeah. Fun fact: time yes. doesn't exist. Okay, so if we start to fade away at some point in the conversation, ends. You'll know. Everybody why. knows why. <laughs> This is just what we do. Yes. Mystics. Expansion expanded awareness. awareness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Too funny. Good times. Oh, it was the other day we were at the Shaman Shack and um, this happens often, but if you aren't around cash often, you don't see it. Mm-hmm. But I think it was maybe Ilya, our buddy at the Shaman Shack, is like... Did you two plan this? Did you two plan to be coordinated and matching in your clothing? <laughs> we were wearing pretty much the exact like same outfit. It was the exact same outfit. Yeah. yeah. And it, it just, it, it happens. We yeah. can't help it. And the funny thing is, I was wearing that outfit to start my day. And I was doing things around the house. And then I was going to change going to the Shaman Shack. But then I was like, no, I'm not going to change. Whatever niggle, mm-hmm. for some reason, I'm not going to change. Yep. And then we show up matching. Exactly. Like, identical. Yeah. It was <laughs> like unplanned. black leggings, matching socks, and then like a... Uh, like a, it was like a, tr- a teal or teal turquoise, turquoise shirt. Teal turquoise shirt, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, this is kind of what happens when you're a wee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of. Your energy fields kind of blend <laughs> and you feel and think the same yes. thoughts and yes. it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's just nice to see those little like moments sometimes because, you know, we live our individual expression in mm-hmm. our lives, and then when we have these moments like that that come up mm-hmm. on a fairly regular basis, yes. it's just a good reminder. I mean, it happens sometimes with other people, but not to the same degree. Yeah, and I think we did it again like two days later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's a totally. nice, it's a nice validation of like those niggles and. Connection. Yeah, connection. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's really cool. So we were looking at and exploring what it's like right now during a split, during when you feel comfortable and familiar with things. Yeah, with your life, with your engagements, and kind of like the life before, quote unquote, mm-hmm. the split happened, or more accurately when the... Uh, global situation happened around the coronavirus let's say (laughs) yeah it's like i i kind of liken it to the like teeing it up for conversation is like when we were kids um fast food was like a regular it was a norm right nobody was talking about organic at least that i knew it was just not in our household everything was fat free um margarine like no real butter like um, just all of the things, lots of sugar added, manufactured product, and then fast food, mm-hmm. right? And so to me, like for my physical body and my taste buds, it's like uh, McDonald's, let's say, for example, is comfortable and familiar, mm-hmm. right? Well, maybe not so much comfortable anymore, but there's a degree that of that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like having a, as a kid and, oh, hey, you get a Happy Meal, mm-hmm. you get a toy and everything. 
get a little present inside. Thanks, mom. So cool. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So so it was like as a kid that was always great. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a nice thing, and then you get to go play on the playground. So you associate all of these really positive things with that experience. But now after. I mean, I don't even remember the last time I had fast food. And especially, who knows about McDonald's? I was like, (laughs) it's not even. Decade ago. It's like, doesn't exist in my world. But like, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like now there is, I guess, less comfort and familiarity with it. But to a degree, I have comfort and familiarity with it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not in my day to day, but I'm familiar with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's an interesting it's an interesting thing to become aware of in your life and good to explore like what are you comfortable with and familiar with because it might not necessarily be a good thing. Good right. good being as in supportive to your empowerment or healthy functioning of life on earth yeah. or even just co-creating connection or whatever, right? Supportive of your body. But it's like we kind of get used to and familiar with some of these old practices from our, you know, pre-split lives mm-hmm. or even just coming, moving out of the dark light paradigm. Because right. it wasn't until 2011 that things changed. Yeah. Which really isn't that long ago. It's, it's not. Just over 10 years. Well, and I remember being a kid and watching, like, very violent films. Me too. And there was, like, no censoring on television. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or seeing, like, even just, like, what we would, like, as an adult now, I would consider, gosh, that was, like, pretty pornographic, that mm-hmm. movie, but it wasn't, like, released as pornography. Like, yeah. To see it as a kid, and you don't fully understand, right? right? But it's still, you become familiar mm-hmm. with that, or those energies, mm-hmm. or um, violence and degrading um, scenarios, right? Yep. And then when you start to step away, they, they start, and you become aware of that, right? Like mm-hmm. You're not desensitized to it to the same degree. They become less comfortable, for sure, 100%. Seriously. And less familiar, but um, there's subtle things, too. Those are kind of bigger examples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my favorite movie as a kid was Braveheart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you haven't seen the movie is pretty much all about war, death, and destruction. I loved Braveheart. I know! <laughs> I think I watched that movie, like, so many times. This is the worst. It's the worst! And on so many levels. Oh, no. But yeah. it was so good at the time. Yeah. I always felt like somehow, like, that, that like, Celtic roots, right. like, genetic, there's something to that lineage yeah. that, like, like physically, yeah. like felt very like satisfying to connect to. Same, and probably some past life connections. No, definitely some past life connections. Yeah. But then, like, of course, it's all about the martyr mm-hmm. and victim aggressor and power others. And yet, favorite movie as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Not great. Yes. But very normal. Right. In the pre twenty eleven paradigm on Earth. Mm-hmm. But now I I can't do it. No. I can't do it. Yeah. And I think that's part of it, right? It's like choosing not to indulge. Yeah. Choosing not to put your attention and your energy there. And it's um, it's interesting because for me, like one of the ways I'll recharge when I'm feeling like I've had too much social time or too much work and too much producing or just basically energy going out, right? Mm-hmm. Like to recharge... I like to, like, watch a movie or watch a television show or something. 
And I'm finding it's like more and more difficult mm-hmm. to do that. Yep. Because it becomes more and more uncomfortable. Or you see like the the programming coming through or even just what is my attention and awareness and energy focused on with this this show or this movie? What am I creating through that? Like, mm-hmm. what am I agreeing to and fueling? Yeah, totally. Same. For me, uh, I, I feel like I'm very comfortable mm-hmm. being a lone wolf. It's very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a normal thing to just kind of retreat away and do your thing and one of my ways of recharging too was to play video games. I love gaming. I love it. It's a fabulous way to explore new worlds and be creative and kind of express some victim aggressor power over other stuff. (laughs) But anyway, so one of um, my tendencies used to be to recharge. I would play a video game, usually some kind of fantasy role-playing game or, you know, whatever. And it's usually all about power over other stuff, because uh, that's just kind of what I go for. What can I say? Mm-hmm. And gosh, the familiarity is there. Like I grew up playing games. You have the strategy. The strategy. You know exactly what to do in those situations. I literally <laughs> have like muscle memory with my fingers on controllers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so fun, mm-hmm. right? But I've noticed, especially over the last six months. I haven't really done much of it at all. Mm -hmm. And I got very curious about it because on the one hand, I was like, hmm, am I not taking care of myself? Taking care in the sense of that's how I would recharge, especially if I need some me time. That's usually was my go-to. And I haven't really done much at all. I was like, huh, why is that? And then I think maybe two or three months ago, I picked up a game, one that I've already played. And it was familiar, it was easy, comfortable, right? But it didn't quite have that same satisfaction. Mm -hmm. And I realized that, especially recently, where right now we have very full lives, (laughs) we have so many projects happening in our community, in iBands Academy, Walk With Me Now, and just life, right? That there's always something to do, Mm -hmm. every day. Every day on top of our like work and family life and whatever. It's like, oh, go to the shaman shack and do this. And nope, we're going to go to Fossil Beach and do that. Oh, and tomorrow we're going to do this and this and this. It's very full. And as a lone wolf who is primarily introverted her entire life, (laughs) (laughs) this is extremely uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But it's extremely high frequency too. So there's this interesting dynamic where... I look at the the real results. Like, how do I feel after spending three hours alone in my couch playing a video game when it's, like, gorgeous outside and sunny? And how do I literally feel? How does my body feel? How does my emotional body feel? All of that. And then, conversely, how do I feel after impromptu going to the shaman shack to have a painting party and play in the labyrinth or whatever. Right. Totally different. Yeah. It's like connective and inspiring and creative and I feel energized and happy and it's like, whoa, there's this program of I enjoy this thing or I'm comfortable and familiar with recharging in a certain way. 
But in reality, that's not as true anymore. It's not the only way. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's so fascinating. I'm finding a similar kind of realization. Like, even if I were, like, I've many times recently chosen to, like, log into Second Life, right? So for those of you who don't know, Second Life is a... Kara, can you explain it? <laughs> yes. It is a virtual world. It is not a video game. It is a virtual world, and it's literally a Second Life where you have an avatar and you create your avatar in any way that you want. Um, mm-hmm. Looks, uh, where you live, where you explore. And it's with other real people. There's no non-player mm-hmm. characters. It's just real people. Yeah. So it's literally another world. Yeah. And it's, I love it because the creation part, it's like if I'm getting an, uh, an itch to, let's say, remodel my house or repaint or I want to get a new wardrobe or something, it's like I can go into Second Life. I can do all of those things for like, pennies Mm -hmm. on the dollar even less you know and just try it out and see what I like and then like I find when I do that then it all starts to happen in real life Mm -hmm. totally (laughs) I have a greater vision and more energy behind it or just it's like a scratch that needed to be itched and then move Mm -hmm. on you know so I've also found like I've chosen to go into second life instead and put my attention and energy there and that actually has also even been like a a way of recharging that I didn't know mm-hmm. that I could do. Like, I didn't know it worked that way, right? Because I was always just used to um, that passive, just turn on the television. Mm-hmm. You know, Saturday morning, Sunday morning in my household as kids, it's yep. like we were watching TV for hours, Same. for hours. Yeah. And even after school, it's like, do you know, the after school television. Yep. You, you have your programs. That's what the best show is. programming that <laughs> yes. we're getting. Yay. Yes. It's like... Yeah, the kids, yeah. Exactly. And so, uh, yeah, choosing other things has been, like, a really nice, um, interesting experience to see the other the other choices mm-hmm. or the other options that we have available. Mm-hmm. But the, the funny fact of kind of what we were talking about earlier before we started recording is around because of the light-dark experience we're coming from, because of having you know, example, that programming that we've chosen to keep um, from whatever, the past lives, childhood, family, friends, who knows, right? Mm -hmm. Media. Because we have some of those that are low frequency, sometimes even the high frequency choice will feel dissonant. Exactly. Or uncomfortable. Right. Or unfamiliar completely yeah. and you feel like you're like oh my gosh <laughs> what is what this is this, <laughs> this is new territory so before we go too much into that i think we could take a, just a moment to talk about we talk about it a lot what's high frequency let's low frequency right mm-hmm. yeah so in my perspective something that's low frequency right it's a band of frequency that we're talking about so there's it's a spectrum mm-hmm. so low frequency side of the lowest frequency we can experience as a human in our uh, emotions is fear, mm-hmm. right? On the high frequency side, as you start to move up the scale with it or along the scale, however you visualize it, the high frequency side would be love, joy, mm-hmm. light, inspiration, inspiration yeah. creativity. Mm-hmm. And so like when we find ourselves in something that is on uh, closer to that fear, anger, resentment, um, other low frequency experience or emotions, then we know, right? Like that's a key. That's yep. like a hmm signal yep. notice what's going on, right? Yep. 
But what, what do we do when the situation is actually high frequency, but our comfort and familiarity is of the opposite experience? Right. Like, <laughs> exactly. And so there's a dissonance. It doesn't feel right. Maybe we, we have a fear come up. Maybe we have apprehension or discomfort. Or maybe it's just like, I just don't even know what to do with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I'm just not even going to look. I'm going to turn around and walk the other way. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's important to remember that Truly, at the end of the day, there's no judgment between the two. It's like a piano scale. Like C minor is not evil compared to A major. It's just a different tune, right? right? And that's honestly a really important thing to keep in mind with the the co creations on this planet, because we'll see the whole scale. Yeah. And it's important for us as individuals and as groups to look at what do we want to resonate with. Right. And that's a conscious choice. And when you make it from a conscious place, then you're empowered. Mm -hmm. You're not being shuffled around or moved by other forces. So that's really our goal is to help you become aware of those things so you can have a conscious informed choice. Even if you want to go to C minor or A major, whatever, your choice. But... For us. But you have a choice. And then also we have awesome tools and resources that will help you. Exactly. Yes. Because, shoot, I knew I had a choice and I was trying to make those choices. But I was like, I keep chasing my tail. (laughs) Why do I keep ending up in the same exact position? Right. Every time the situation is the same, the people, the characters or the roles being played out, right, are different. The environment's different. Mm -hmm. But... I'm in the same situation. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started I, Ascension 101, completing that course by Nellie Benz at AnnelieBenz.com, fear processing exercise, firewalls exercise. Once I started really using those, like truly actually using it, not just like once a year mm-hmm. or, you know. <laughs> like every day. <laughs> yeah. And it just became kind of natural. It's like then the choices, right, to choosing to like go to another frequency was so much easier. Mm -hmm. It started to happen, right? And more quickly. And sometimes, at least from my personal experience, there can be situations where, you know, I'll keep processing this same thing that keeps coming up and it gets easier. Maybe it comes in different flavors, but it's like the same root program Mm -hmm. that keeps repeating throughout my life. I'll give an example of like, I frequently, unfortunately, give my power away. And in more practical terms, it's like um, I will do things to prevent people from getting angry. And it couldn't, it might not even necessarily be like angry at me, although that's usually like my kryptonite. And so I'll literally change my behavior or won't say something out of fear that it will make someone upset. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple things there, at least I've identified. There's the fear program, there's working on my ego, there's, you know, the emotional body side of things, and there are all of these tools that help address that. Mm -hmm. But there's also been times where I haven't even seen it that I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. And this is where good counsel comes in. Sometimes it really helps to talk through a situation with other high frequency, awake people, so you can get that expanded awareness, that multiple perspectives. Because after sharing like a story with uh, some of my friends who are 
part of these high frequency co-creations, you're like, oh, Kara, did you consider X, Y, Z? Or have you looked at maybe how, you know, you're letting external forces control you and all these things? And I was like, I didn't even see that, (laughs) you know? So the tools is definitely a really important part, but so is having good allies and good counsel. Yeah. In other words, healthy groups that you trust and trust you and that are part of that same frequency band. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And, and choosing that same frequency band, I think, is really, it's, um, it makes things more interesting. It makes things more fascinating. It's co-creative. Like, there's just so much more potential in my experience mm-hmm. when, when you're um, engaged with people who are choosing that instead of something else and it makes things easier too yeah if if we're not doing it alone it's literally just easier to do something (laughs) oh yeah 100 percent. yeah so you know it's like why do we spend time looking at oftentimes when we have this podcast we talk about groups and healthy group dynamics and if you've checked out some of our workshops at ibens academy there's a big focus on group and community collaboration and it's like well why Mm -hmm. well Part of it is that as a species on this planet, we're not really that familiar or comfortable working in groups Mm -hmm. because the group has been hijacked, unfortunately. In a healthy way. Yes, in a healthy way. In a healthy way. High frequency, healthy groups. Yeah. Because there's a lot of programs that have been put in place to disempower us from working together because we're super powerful when Mm -hmm. we work together. Mm Mm-hmm. But let's admit it, we're not very comfortable or familiar doing that. <laughs> yeah. So part of it is like practice. Other times it's recognizing that you might feel a dissonance working in a group, not because it's bad or the yeah. group itself is negative. It's just you're not comfortable doing it. Right. And that's okay. Right. And that's why practice makes perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, recently, um, Anelia was talking about on driving to one of the driving to reds episodes. We can link it. I just don't know which one, but <laughs> off the top of my head. But um, she was talking about how the community up here in Olympic Peninsula, we have discovered another group, right? Another group of really awesome, interesting people, and it's very new to us. The Bears. Shout yeah. out to Bears if you're listening. Bear Terrier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And so, you know, this all came through um, a podcast and and something we're all exploring, right, by Owen Benjamin. We're exploring it, and it's new to us, but so far it's like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Like, these guys are, like, saying a lot of the same things, maybe in a different way, mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of creations and focus on that high-frequency expression, like what we just talked about, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And... So it was interesting um, with that because, and this is what Anelia touched on around it, was like we could easily step into and experience this group and connect with this group that we had no idea existed until weeks before, you know. And all of a sudden it's like there's no, there was no hesitation because we knew that no matter what, and this felt super resonant in my experience and how it was for me, it was like no matter what, like if this becomes – um, dissonant, right? Or if there's something, maybe an aspect of it that is not aligned to what I'm co-creating in my experience right now, it's like 
then I'll choose a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have, it's that giving power away, right? right? And I think that creates the resistance sometimes for people is like, well, I don't want to join or I don't want to try or I don't want to listen because, you know, what if they make me do something? You know, it's like, right. well, no one can make you do anything. Like, you have to agree to it, right? Right, yeah. right. But there's, you know, extent, again, like there's the, the frequency band, there's red flags that can come up, mm-hmm. of course. Like we talk a lot about street smarts and be aware of those things. But it's like once you are aware of those things and you also have allies that you can share stories, share experiences and look at and um, let's say have a expanded awareness around, then it's like you just know that why not try? Mm-hmm. You know, why not? Because there's, if the, something is dissonant, then we're out. Yeah. You know, or I'm out. Or maybe others just stay, whatever. It's yeah. like, it's, that's, it's that simple. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and this is why it's really good practice to get familiar with what does dissonance feel like in your body? Yes. And what does resonance feel like in your body? And there's a class at AneliaBenz.com that goes into this in great detail. It's called... Truth and lies. And honestly, like, this is one of the most powerful tools you can have for the rest of your life. It's just figuring out in you, in yourself, in your body, what does yes feel like? What does no feel like? What does dissonance feel like? What does resonance feel like? Because that becomes your compass. Yes. And then with the compass, which is always in you, your power, your authority, then you can navigate through life in Mm -hmm. all ways. And then that way, if you're sticking true to your compass, then you can see how to respond. Yep. Whether it's you're comfortable with a low frequency program and it resonates, yeah. or there's a high frequency program that's dissonant because it might not be familiar with you, you can at least look at it with an expanded awareness yes. and choose to respond yeah i love that analogy with the compass and it's like having eyes wide open mm-hmm. right you've got the your compass and that will help you navigate but also be aware you know is there a magnet or something <laughs> right next to it that's like i don't know i think magnets affect compasses but you know like is there something there that's affecting it like keep your compass clean yeah you know? is your entourage clean like yeah you know and there's so many things that could be open doors to having an impression that something is uncomfortable or dissonant Mm -hmm. um, and unfamiliar, right? So that's where it really takes that diligence and doing your work. So yes, become familiar with resonance and dissonance and keep, it's like kind of like maintain a tidy house for your personal experience, right? you know, keep it clean, keep your entourage clean. Um, not engaging in low frequency things like for example drugs and alcohol there's Mm -hmm. influences there like you're open door right away to uh, low frequency experiences or engagements absolutely and it's called spirits for a reason yes it's true (laughs) and also think about what's your north what's your magnetic north yeah there you go because your magnetic north could be Power of others or unconscious victim aggressor programs or whatever, right? But with practice and by using the tools and being diligent, you know, sometimes we might oopsies. It's fine, you know, dust off, keep going. But with more awareness as well as with good allies and good counsel, we can really see, oh, is that actually really due north, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or is there a magnet, like you said, I love that analogy. 
And sometimes it can change. But at least you're doing it consciously. Yeah. And I find like it's just a simple attitude of being curious um, makes such a huge difference. If oh, I'm yeah. curious about, okay, in this situation right now, I want to run. Like I just want to walk away and, you know. Bye-bye. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. Why? Mm-hmm. Oh, because this is a moment or opportunity of deeper connection, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or stepping out of the lone wolf mm-hmm. or being vulnerable or something that actually f- may feel, in my experience, like uncomfortable up front, but it's actually like creates even more opportunity for actually a higher frequency experience. Mm-hmm. So my, my comfort zone would be to walk away, <laughs> but... The high frequency choice and response and conscious response rather than reaction would be to stay. Right. And to engage and continue in the conversation or whatever the situation is. Yeah. So, and and sometimes it might just be as simple as if you haven't tried something for the first time, it's just unfamiliar because it's uncharted territory and there are different ways to learn something new. Some people just jump right in and they're like, yeah, and, you know, make mistakes and don't care. They're just super excited. Others might be more hesitant and be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing or how do I do this? It's it's a little scary because you've never done it before. Mm -hmm. And those are both programs, right? Different approaches to the same situation. So even just doing something new, stepping out of your comfort zone or being in an unfamiliar situation that in and of itself can bring up a lot of programs <laughs> that might be good to look at and see, right. get curious at exactly. about them. Yeah. It's like, why? Why? Is my, okay. Am I safe right now? Like physically, yes. am I safe? Are you yes. going to die? No. No. Okay. okay. Physically, we're safe. That's good. Yes. That's a really great thing. Because if one. you aren't safe, then yes, like get, go and you know, call 911. Yes, but, walk away. Yeah. <laughs> or 119. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, but then like, it's like kind of looking at it in that perspective. Okay. So what is it here that is dissonant? Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on? Yeah. And then that's what you can further explore. And we're not talking psychoanalysis. We're not going to sit on a couch and like... Tell us about your motherhood traumas. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's irrelevant, actually. It's totally irrelevant. We're just talking about, like, energetically what's operating, right? Yeah, and what's coming up in you? Like, are you responding out of ego? Like, oh, I don't want to do that because they won't like me. Or, Or, oh, I have a fear because... I'm, you know, literally in danger. Like, that might be different. Yep. But I'd say nine times out of the ten, it's usually an unhealthy ego. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the, again, we'll go back to fear processing exercise. Mm-hmm. In the moment, do the fear processing exercise. Right? Yeah. And you can do it standing while you're even looking at people. It can be done. Yeah. We've done it. Yeah. <laughs> but you can also replace the word fear with another yeah. emotion. Yeah. Maybe anger or anxiety or worry you know you can you can replace that and then right away and you know try it test it out uh in my experience right away things start to settle Mm -hmm. and that like heightened awareness or reaction response simmers down and it gives you time Mm -hmm. you know you get that chance right as Anelio will say like count to 10 it's a really (laughs) common one guys you know count to 10 and then give you a chance to have yourself a chance to have a decision made, right. a conscious decision, not a reaction. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. 
So lots to look at. Totally so much to look at. We just like, we put out a lot right now. <laughs> <laughs> and there's so much more that we could yeah. talk about, but... It's exciting. As for now, you know, get curious. Look at where are you comfortable in your life in a way that may not necessarily be high frequency. And also where is it high mm-hmm. frequency? Where are aspects of your life where you're very familiar? It's just easy because it's just part of the routine. Is it low frequency? Is it high frequency? Just look at it and you yeah. might discover some really interesting things about your day-to-day life well, just by doing that. And does it align with your due north, right? Like right. if you're if your mission, your purpose, your vision, your inspiration for life, like if it doesn't align with that, then there's obviously a disconnect. There's something going on there. Mm-hmm. And then even more to look at. Yep. Yep. So um that is uh I, I'd say segue to Cash is doing mentoring. Woo! Yay! <laughs> so if you would like to do mentoring with Cash, there's a few requirements to be able to do that. And what we're talking about is IBEN's method mentoring. So IBEN's method mentoring is, of course, focused on mentoring through empowerment. So learning through our experiences that are relevant to potentially what it is you're trying to create or want to experience in your life. And then as we do the mentoring, this is also an opportunity, guys, listen, this is an opportunity <laughs> to be able to do future trainings, mm-hmm. right? This makes you eligible for that. And what do you mean by trainings? Tell us more. Hey. <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's a couple different paths, but there could be mystical training or there could be mentoring training. So to become an IBEN's method uh, mentor mm-hmm. uh, and practitioner of that. So it's something that through IMEN's Academy, we are going to be offering. It's in the works, but we're it's down the road in the future. But doing the IBEN's method mentoring is a pre-qualifier for these things, for either mystical training with IBEN's Academy and IBEN's method mentoring training to become a mentor. Yep, exactly. It's an amazing opportunity and it doesn't come up often. So take the time look at the opportunity as a way to really fast track your high frequency experience and you know it could expand into so much more if that's something that's of interest to you yeah so yeah and another thing is at the end of the day this work all this empowerment work that you're doing really isn't about you (laughs) it's actually about us because the more you raise your frequency the more you process your fears the more you really step in and embody your high frequency source power, your empowerment, that actually makes all of us more effective and able and empowered. Mm-hmm. It literally affects the entire collective. So at the end of the day, whether you're a mentee, mentory, <laughs> mentee mm-hmm. or you are a mentor in the IBEN's practitioner format, or you're doing your fear processing, or even in that split second where you choose to respond instead of react out of ego or anger or whatever, you are literally helping to bring in the new paradigm. Yeah. So, do your work, be diligent, you're not alone, and connect. Yeah. We're available. We hang out on Walk With Me Now. Yep. And there's a lot of really awesome things going on there. Again, that's part of the prerequisite to be able to be considered. Yep. Uh, and then the application details are on Walk With Me Now for Ivan's method, mentoring with cash. But that, I think, would be, that's just a great starting point. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, in addition to the other work we talked about, fear processing yep. and that. But 
uh, as far as starting to connect and building your allies, that's a fantastic place to go. Oh, yeah. And also you can build allies with us on our Telegram channel and also by subscribing to our newsletter because we, we offer information and ways to connect through our newsletter that you won't see anywhere else as well. Yeah. So connect, empower yourself. Bring a pen and paper next time listening to our <laughs> podcast because we're going to throw out a lot of info. <laughs> you can always hit rewind too. Yeah, there you go. I like it. <laughs> You're so smart. I know, it's true. <laughs> I love it. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye.